Okay. I caught Mikey Locks before we were recording. He didn't know the mic was on, talking about how much his life sucks right now because he's a 49ers fan and he got crushed. So I'm going to play the segment now. It's going to surprise him when he hears it. And then we'll do the rest of the podcast. So he'll hear this when it airs like you guys do. Don't do the raspy voice thing. You got to make your voice less I raspy. I, I can't not. Literally, this is my voice. I, I'm fucking struggling here. I'm going to be a dick about it. <laughs> can't control how my voice sounds. This is what my voice is my voice. But you're in Miami raspy. for a week. You, yeah, yeah but that's because I was in Miami you watching a team lose a Super Bowl. Yeah, but when you do this all the time, you like lose steam midway through, and <laughs> that's because I don't have any steam to get. I'm I'm on running on a quarter tank here. <laughs> all right, let's do it. Take here it. we go. <laughs> what do you know? I don't know. I just know. Well, I'll tell you what I know. It's the dumbest fucking bet I ever heard of. I disagree. Welcome to Locky Town, home of the Hammerlock population, suckbag losers. I'm your host, Fred Thomas. I'm here with the downtrodden Mikey Locks. Today, we're going to be talking a little bit about Mikey's time in Miami at the Super Bowl. We're going to be giving you the stages of grief after a huge loss, betting or sports. We're going to be doing XFL futures, XFL game picks, props. We got everything. Is that what you like to do? You just like to like pick on someone when they're a little bit down? You are... A lot of it down. Yeah, and it needs to be addressed. Why? Because this is these are this is our lives. It is my my life is over. I have nothing People to live li- for. I have absolutely nothing to live for. Literally, this is the most depressed I've ever been in my life. You, I'm not joking. <laughs> I was been in bed for like fucking five days straight with all the lights off. Your eyes are very droopy and it's never shy. going to get better. So tell you were in Miami. Tell the people about where you were for the Super Bowl. We went to this very lit bar, and there were people everywhere. We were winning. We were up by 10. Why are you making me relive this right now, dude? I'm so angry. Anyways, yeah, the fucking Niners blew it. I lost thousands of dollars. I had to split between Venmo and then pay my wife for the mortgage on PayPal because I hit my limit on Venmo. And then she asked me why, and I couldn't really explain it. I just said it was easier. Then I stopped responding. And I was supposed to go to Roddy Rich after the Super Bowl because we bought tickets that were $200 at 11, the strip club. And then the Niners didn't win. So I went and got a cheese pizza and a tall boy Corona and literally cried in my hotel room. What else do you want to know? Is that is that good for you? Is that enough for you? Are you happy? I mean, am I happy? Yes. Am I happy for you? No. Uh, but that was a good story. Thanks for sharing. It's not the, it's not- Worst loss of your life? Yeah. Not even close? Not even close. Gambling-wise, emotional-wise, fucking just fandom sports-wise. Did you think you were going uh, to win the Super Bowl? Y- yeah, they were up by 10 points. In the- what kind of question is that? Did you- I think they were going to win the Super Bowl. They were by 10 points with seven minutes left, you idiot. You're trying to get a reaction out of me. It's not cool. It's actually not cool. I just wanted to hear it it's from your, up. in your words. It's fucked up what you're doing right now. How was the time in Miami otherwise? It was terrible. <laughs> Worked like a fucking dog, and I my team lost. And I didn't even go to 11 or live. All I wanted to do. Why didn't you go? I was going to go on Sunday. I saved it all for the last day. <laughs> oh, no. All right. And then you flew back Monday? At 7 a.m. Did you sleep on Sunday night? Yeah. Because I had team lost. Yeah. Right. Bad sleep. I drank by myself and then fell asleep. So let's... It's another day that ends in Y. So the few days you've... <laughs> the, the few days you've had after that, 
We They've decided, been awful. I don't. Can we move on? Right. Exactly. That's what I'm doing. <laughs> so we were talking about the stages of grief you go through after a big loss like this. I don't know that this is necessarily the order. I think it generally is. But I want to talk about these are what you and we, all of us, go through after taking a huge hammer dong loss. It's not in order. Right? It's just like there's a variety. Sometimes it's three of these. Sometimes it's one of these. Sometimes you go through the whole nine. Um, everyone grieves differently. And all of that grief is flooding back into me right now because of what you've done. Let's do the stages of grief. Number one, the refs fucked me. They fucked the Niners, that's for sure. I don't really remember how because I had a ton of Ronas and I really am trying to black that whole week of my life out. But yeah, they fucked the Kittle thing. You genuinely believe the refs are the The Kittle thing, there was a holding on Bosa on that third and 17 to Tyree Kill, third and 14, whatever the fuck it was. The refs were objectively terrible. Next question. So you're still going through the stages here, clearly. I hit all these. We're We're still working through them. The next one, it's just money. Saying that to tell yourself it's just money? I don't really use it. It was a lot of money. Like, it wasn't just money to me. It was a lot. Like, the Super Bowl meant more. Ooh. Did the Super Bowl mean more? Yeah, yeah, not even close. Okay. So, at one point, you're like, well, the money doesn't matter. Yeah, but it does. Right. It definitely does, especially when you're... But, yeah, I I did say it's like, it's at least... Having to pay your wife... This is a tough one. Just keep going. Mrs. Locks on PayPal. Did she ever figure that out? Yeah, she she's like you Venmoing me on PayPal because you hit your you're paying me on PayPal because you hit your Venmo max, huh? Is she worried about you? Yeah, everybody's super worried about me. Yeah, no. If you know Mikey Locks, you're very concerned. It's been a really bad few days. I, I haven't really turned the lights on at my house. <laughs> okay, the next one. This is a classic. I've got great family and friends. These are all in quotes. These are things you tell yourself. I've said this one a lot. I don't even think I was – I'm so past this and I'm so fucking pissed off. It's like, I, yeah, I don't. I've got terrible <laughs> friends. I don't give a fuck. Like, come on. So for me, this one is like after the game, you're like, whatever. You know, sports don't really matter. I've got a healthy family and friends. That's where my priorities are. And that is a dark place to be as a sports fan because you don't mean that. You are just taking away – all of the pain and trying to put it somewhere else. And it's just not how it works. I love seeing it on Twitter when people go to that place. Cause I've been there and it's like, God, you are in a dark place. It doesn't get much darker than justifying gambling or team loss by saying I've got great family and friends. No, no, you don't. It happens all the time. You will hear it. And that's when you need to reach out to your friend and ask if they need help. Next one, somewhat related sports suck. I'm over them. I am. They do. Next question. <laughs> no, I know someone who lost the national championship game. He's a Georgia fan. He was like, I don't think I'm going to be a sports fan anymore. And that I, lasted for like a couple months. I actually, I obviously work in sports and I have yep. to deal with this shit every day. I, after the Warriors blew a 3-1 lead to the Cavs and actually on Monday after the Super Bowl loss, I, both those times I seriously considered switching professions. Either I think sales, I could go into sales. I'd be okay at sales. I've always kind of wanted to be a vet. You're like a veterinarian? Yeah, like a veterinarian. You I like, just pivoted from sales to being a veterinarian. Well, those are two options for me at this point because I, I don't really want to work around I think sports. you're a good talker. Sales would be decent. A little, uh, you know, maybe unlikable. I wheel and deal <laughs> in my fantasy league stock. <laughs> yeah, sure. And I don't think I can be a vet because I'm too stupid. Yeah, I don't want you touching, you know, operating on animals. You've been a nurse. 
a vet veteran vet nurse. nurse. Uh, yeah. you, you can do that. A lot of petting and yeah. what have you. Take, take the weight. Cats, though, you got to deal with cats. I'm out. Next one. I'm never betting again. I'm not. <laughs> That's a lie. I, I have been. <laughs> it's been way down. My volume has been way down. Well, it's we, after the Super Bowl. Everyone needs a few days to recover after, you know, such a large load being shot. And that's how the Super Bowl goes. But, uh, yeah, you tell yourself you're not betting after you get crushed. And you always get sucked back in. That's that's how it works. Next one. Mikey, this is this is yours. Bad things happen to good Why people. Why do bad things happen to good people? Why does it... I give and I give and I try and then I keep getting fucking stepped on. Why do bad things happen to good people? I'm doing my best out here. I just need a break. I can't catch a break. Oregon can't win a national championship. Niners can't. I keep losing money. Just give me a break. Now, hold on. Fuck. This doesn't help now, and this might actually trigger you. You're a San Francisco Giants fan. Am I a bad person? So you've won three World Series titles, and you're a Golden State Warriors fan. So you've won a ton of championships. Am I a good person or am I a bad person? Oh, yeah. That's where I thought you were going to go with that. No. I think you're like, you're middle. Middle of the road? Yeah, like you're still undecided if you're going to heaven or hell at this point. You got a lot of things on both sides. Yeah, there's nothing. I'm not a guy (laughs) that stays in the middle. It's a roller coaster. You're going, yeah, yeah. The bad bad is bad, but the good is good. Yes, absolutely. It's like when I bet. (laughs) Next one, this is also yours. This is a Mikey Locke special. Gonna fake my own death. Oh, the old FMOD. It's an FMOD situation. Yeah, this this week was a straight FMOD situation. I, it's just like you're kind of thinking like one. The first stage of this is will my bookie does he actually know me? Will he be able to find me? And if he were to be able to find me, would a bad thing happen? That I don't even know. I might just ghost him. But then if you come to the realization that fuck, he might actually like kill me, take my kneecaps, whatever, take a pinky. Uh, <laughs> Then it's like, okay, how can I pretend to die um, but still not die? Right. Um, so I don't have to pay my bookie. And uh, I've researched this a ton. <laughs> it's a little bit more complicated than you would think. But um, there's some good literature that, that, that kind of gives you some tips on how to do so. So still working through it. But Is this like a Breaking Bad Walter White situation? Do honestly, you have to get I, a new ID? I, I, yeah, yeah. You do have to get a new idea, obviously. And like social and everything? Yeah. All right, next one. This is also one you put in. Quote, the book's not mine. I glanced at it. And this is a Wedding Crashers reference. Well, this is what a stage of grief when you're in the house. This is this has pretty much been my only stage of grief all week where I'm in the house. All the lights are off. My voicemail machine has changed to say, hey, you've reached Mikey Locks. Whatever. <laughs> and, you know, my friend walks in the house and, and asks me about this book saying don't jump. And I say it's not mine. And then obviously, it's obvious. We all know it's my book. Of course it's yours. You glanced at it. Yeah, I glanced at the book. Okay. Final one. The final stage of grief after a huge loss. How are we getting it back? And that's that's when you're coming out of it. Full circle. You see the light here at the end of the tunnel. And let me tell you something. I'm here. Today was the first day, recording on Thursday. It's been four days since since the worst day of my life. And... I'm finally to how are we getting it back, and I have a good idea. Hit us with it. Come on. XFL. It starts on Saturday. I've done my research. I I feel really good about it. I think this is now uh, the official podcast of the XFL. Now, it's it's not, but let's pretend that it is. I'm hearing partnership, sponsored content. Sponsorship, partnership, fucking yachts on the reg, good times on the reg. 
I'm in, I'm we're in. in. Yeah. And so basically we're trying to figure out what do we do with this podcast after football's done. We love betting college basketball, but the lines don't post till the day of. We have lives and jobs. We can't necessarily record every morning, though we might. We might. And I'd like to, actually. But it's like, what's the answer? And then it hit Mikey Locks like a ton of bricks. It's the XFL. It's be an XFL podcast. You started doing research. You started watching YouTube videos about the XFL. Well, the names, the names in this league are ones that a lot of people recognize, especially if you've hammered college football games over the years. They are spicy. And that's why I'm so in on the XFL. It's going to be so fucking fun to bet because... Nobody knows what is actually going on except for me because I did the research and I have a leg up on everyone, on Vegas especially. And that brings me to the futures. Is there anything cooler than just having like the most dank, chill future on the market and then following it for eight weeks, climaxing over a win? I mean, come on. It's the absolute best. So I love our futures. Staking my claim to two teams, the first being the DC Defenders at plus 600, Cardale Jones. Head coach, Pep Hamilton. They got some weppies on the outside. Solid running back. Offensive-minded coach. I like them. And I also am taking the Los Angeles Wildcats at plus 800. Defensive-minded football club. Again, I've read two or three articles on the matter, so I would consider myself an expert. And they have, I think, the best quarterback in the league in Josh Johnson, who played a ton in the NFL. Those are my two futures. The other one you got to look at, I'm just fading them because it's usually what I do, and then they're going to end up winning. I'm going to kick myself. But uh, the Dallas Renegades are the clear favorite with Bob Stutes and Landry Jones at plus 250. If they win, I will fake my own death. <laughs> Mikey Lux, you are the world's foremost expert in the XFL. Congratulations. I told you I read three whole articles. <laughs> That's three more than you would normally read before yeah. going into betting. So things are looking up for Mikey Lux. If you bet with Mikey Lux in the past, if you know anything about him, his highs are the absolute highest. His lows are the absolute lowest. He's in a low, so that means the high is coming. There's no better time to jump on, in my humble opinion. Afraid so. Afraid so. We're hearing it. All right. You want to take us through all the matchups this I week? I do. So we have, picks? we have – there's eight teams in the XFL, eight weeks of football, and there are four games in the inaugural week, two on Saturday, two on Sunday. So first game on Saturday, the Seattle Dragons, who are pretty much eighth in the Vegas's power rankings. They have the worst odds to win. The league at plus 1,000 are at my team, the D.C. Defenders. And the point spread for this game is D.C. Defenders minus 7.5. I've seen some literature that says the Seattle Dragons have the worst roster in the league. I don't really remember Jim Zorn. He was a quarterback guy at a bunch of different teams, and I think he had a stint with the Redskins. But he ain't it. He's kind of this old, washed-up guy just looking for a job. They do have B.J. Daniels, who is actually a very sick quarterback at USF. Um but I, I, I'm taking the defenders. They are my team. Uh, and I think that the Seattle Dragons, Dragons, thank you, will be the worst team in the league. I actually hammered, them. I hammered their future at under three and a half wins on the season. Um, again, D.C. defenders, Pep Hamilton, Cardale Jones, Tyree Jackson, the backup, Eli Rogers at receiver, uh, Scooby Wright, Matt Elam, Shamarco Thomas. I think that roster is absolutely loaded from my very, very deep dive. So we're D.C. defenders fans. These guys are all studs on yeah, DC. Shamarco Thomas, three-star Scooby. Come on. I think DC winning a f- having a good football team never really seen it in our lives, but it's a smart move by them to try to win that market because Redskins fans hate themselves, like Mikey Locks. I do hate myself. Next game, I'll, I'll read it. You you save your voice. 
Los Angeles Wildcats at Houston Roughnecks. The Roughnecks are five and a half point favorites. Mikey Locks, your pick is? I'm taking the Los Angeles Wildcats. I like them because of Josh Johnson. I mentioned that before. They are coached by ex-Packers linebackers coach Winston Motts, which which I've heard they're building defense. And then they have, uh, you know, Sean Oakman, Dewan Harris, some NFL names you might wow. recognize. Uh, Sean Oakman hopefully still roided out and looking like an uh, absolute legend. So I'm taking the, the Wildcats, have them on the future. Their offensive coordinator, fun fact, is Norm Chow. What? Yeah, he loved to see that. Oh, my Some God. Some fun names in this league. Um, so they're on the road, but I'm taking the five and a half. Um, Houston Roughnecks have some dudes. Yeah. June Jones is the coach. You know they're going to have a good offense. They've got Sammy Coates. Sammy Coates. Coney Ely. Yeah, Connor they, Cook at quarterback. Like, he actually didn't win the job, so he'll be on the bench. Yeah, like I said, I'm kind of an expert. So Philip Walker is the, the starter? The thing I'm worried about is Josh Johnson is questionable in this game. Mm. Um, I have no idea why, and there's no really any news on it because it's the <laughs> XFL and no one cares. So, um, yeah, this, this will be a, a good one uh, to close us out. Again, Saturday at 5 p.m. Eastern, you know, maybe chasing a little bit from the first game. This could be a hammer situation. Hope not. Next game. Tampa Bay Vipers at New York Guardians. Mikey Locks, your pick. This is Sunday morning, Pacific time. Tampa coached by Mark Tressman. I think they're the second or third favorite. A lot of people are really high on Tampa. Um, they've got some quarterbacks, one you might know, Aaron Murray, ex-Georgia oh. quarterback. Uh, and they have Tanner McAvoy as well, that fucking guy. So um, Antonio Callaway, too. He is out for the year, injured. Oh, yeah, tough break. It's all good. Tampa Bay Vipers are minus two and a half. Also, Mikey, you just said Sunday Pacific time, so give them the time. Sunday, 2 p.m. Eastern. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> um, and I'm taking Tampa on the road at New York here. They are giving up two and a half points. I think Tressman, he seems just like one of those guys that would go win an XFL title. And then Mike Chicago would get all excited. Yeah, I could see that. I'm in on that. Next one, Seattle. <laughs> sorry. Next one, St. Louis Battlehawks at Dallas Renegades. The Renegades are 10-point favorites. Mikey? This line opened, I think, around 7, so it's jumped in the, wow. in favor of Dallas. I don't think – I don't know if Landry Jones has been playing. He's been out. It uh, uh, hasn't been practicing much. But they do have Bob Stoops, other notable, notable players, Cameron Artis Payne. There was someone in my fantasy league that named their team Bringing the Pain, and we all made fun of them because it was a really stupid <laughs> thing when <laughs> Cameron Artis Payne was on the Panthers. Um, they're the, the favorites. I think everyone is going to be hammering them. I'm leaning that way. This is the last game of the week, so I'm probably going to see how it goes. If it's like three underdogs cover on the first three games, I might look to take the Battlehawks. Other than that, we roll in with the Renegades. Uh, the St. Louis Battlehawks, Christine Michael, I don't know if that's confirmed, but they do have Marquette King, which doesn't matter because he's a punter. So... If, that's your, if your best player is a punter. Christine Mike, what do you mean? You don't know if Christine Michaels confirmed? Didn't he sign with the fucking or was that Robert Turbin? I have no idea. Yeah. That's why we're that's why we love betting on this. You don't really have an idea. He's listed on the thing, so it's unclear. Well, Taylor I copied Heineke's from an article. Legit. If this article doesn't know what they're talking about, then we don't know what we're talking about. CBS. Oh. All right. Well, shout out CBS. Thank you, CBS. We we're probably gonna take the Dallas Renegades here, mostly because of Bob Stoops. You know they have a decided schematic advantage that way. Decided schematic advantage. You know who that's from? You know whose quote that is? Who? My least favorite coach in the history of college football, Charlie Weiss. Uh, yeah, you like that? Mikey, so it's going to be a good weekend. I'm very excited to bet on the XFL. Football is has not left us. In fact, 
she's here this weekend, and we're going to hammer. It is always darkest before the dawn. <laughs> that came off wrong. He <laughs> is here. Football is here. It is here. You're blushing. <laughs> I haven't seen you smile in weeks. This is bringing me a lot of joy. I think we're getting a win because of it. It's always darkest before the dawn. You were molded by the darkness. You were born in it. It's not until we've Do the lost Bane. everything that we're free to win anything. Do the Bane voice. Thank you guys for listening. It is always our week. We are glad to be back. I wasn't sure if we were going to get a podcast done this week because Mikey is having Uh, a mental health issues. It's not fine. I was was severely depressed. I had mental health issues. You have. We had to delay the podcast. But some XFL wins could could be your your happy drug. Happy place. Yeah. Are we going to bet the Oscars? I can bet Sunday. the Oscars. Yeah. Yeah, we'll probably bet the Oscars. I'm going to have to crowdsource that one because I don't – everyone knows I don't watch movies. If you are betting the Oscars and not crowdsourcing, you are either a film buff or a psychopath. I don't think Uncut Gems made it as a nomination, no. but I'm going to bet it anyways. It's a pride ride. <laughs> Best movie. We're betting other. Yeah. <laughs> not nominated. Right in. If that – you know, Adam Sandler I think is boycotting. Maybe we should boycott. We're boycotting the Oscars. There it is. Doesn't mean we can't bet on it, though. (laughs) Thank you guys for listening. It's always our week. Let's get rich.